Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness, and I hope you're doing quite well here in paradise. A beautiful morning once again, heading towards another perfect day uh, here in this glorious town. Absolutely awesome. And I am one of, uh, just to let you know, after yesterday, I didn't know this till yesterday, but I am uh, one of... uh, I guess I'm an amazing Arizonan. I guess that's what the, that's what that is. That's me. I'm I'm official now. I've been I've been uh, knighted as an amazing Arizonan. Amazing yesterday. Uh, KTAR's uh, Broomhead said I'd like to have you on. And I did this podcast with him called Amazing Arizonans, and I said, Well, I qualify for half of that. I I've lived here for a while, so I guess I'm an Arizonan. And then he put you on there. And it was fun. Mike's a good dude, so I, I got to hang out with him. I have no idea what's going to stay in that. We were there for a couple hours. And my guess is the podcast will be about eight minutes long. We'll see. I'm not real sure what the hell they're going to keep. But I realized something yesterday. I think I'm a cruddy guest. I think I'm only I'm only good at this uh, hosting side. I'm, ugh, I wouldn't want to talk to me about any of this stuff. I think I'm a cruddy guest. But we'll see when it all comes out. But thanks to Mike yesterday for having me in there. And that KTR studio is pretty nice, boys. We, uh, we got hosed? No, we got Saddam's Palace. We got a nice situation over here, but... They got a sweet setup. Well, it's a really nice setup. I walked in there. They had like a fish. Like we don't even have a front desk girl. We've got a big giant lobby, but no front desk girl. And I walked in and I had to go to a window. And it's like, hi, who are you here for? And I said, oh, I'm here for Mike Broomhead. She goes, okay, I'll let you in. Bank, bank, bank. And this door goes, kunk. First, the drawer opens. You have to put your ID right, in, right, like, yeah, like in a that. bank. Didn't have any. Didn't have any issues with the <laughs> identification or passport. She lets me in. I sit in this lobby. I'm reading Highlights Magazine. They got TVs all over the lobby. Highlights? I don't know. That's what it what? felt like. It felt like I was going to get drilled. <laughs> smelled better. Like something, I don't know. It's just a, I guess it was an unfamiliar thing, but everybody over there was really nice and uh, was very kind. So I got, I didn't get to meet my, I didn't get to meet him. Jim Cross wasn't there. He'd left already. Oh, what, one guy I've What always, about Sal? No. Sal LaGuardia, I think, was there. And then Tom, uh, Tom the suicidal traffic guy from last year, oh, yeah, he was there too. The one that was like uh, from yeah, Chicago. I forgot his yeah. last name. Hey, she got a little accident over there in uh, Alma School there, but uh, I wish I was laying under that truck. That's for sure. There's a fatality or what I call a lucky guy incident. That's why Sal took over. Yeah, and then Sal took over and just made it crazy. But they were very nice to me. But I am now uh, an amazing Arizona. And that's a that's, that's awesome. A, that's well, awesome. That's a, well, not really. It's a high bar when somebody says, "What's the name of the show?" And then and I sit down and there's cameras and stuff. I'm like, oh, I thought this was like a audio. No, no, no. It's a ah oh, crap. And then it's called Amazing Arizonans, and I'm like, well, who else is on it? Just me. Like, oh, this is a bad episode. This is not going to be any good. It's going to be one of those things that people who usually tune into Amazing Arizonans, you know, like tune on and then like, oh, him. And then next they're watching a nature show within like two minutes. There's no way. But uh, Mike seemed to be all right with. And it, you so. talk about yourself. 
Uh, we talk about Tell stuff. Us. I don't like that part. I, yeah, know, that's... Tell me how really great tough. you are. You're amazing, Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I'm already... It's already on the sign behind us. Why do I have to talk about it? Like, well, tell me about <laughs> what you do for the community. I'm like, I'm an amazing Arizona, and you know that. That's why I'm here. I'm an amazing Arizona, and it's just so weird. But, uh, yeah, I'm bad at being a guest, I think. I think. You just, that being a guest thing is... You're just so worried you're dull the whole time. That's my biggest fear in life is that... Uh, I'm being dull. There's nothing worse than when you're in the middle of a story and you realize, ah, oh, this is a bad one and I've got to finish it. Or, you know, if your stories go on longer than, you know, 25 minutes and the person has still not laughed once or something, you've, it's a terrible story. It's just it's bad. <laughs> so that's why you just got to throw in a bunch of lies or garbage like I did yesterday. It was all fake. It's all horrible. My broomhead just texted me. He said, no, it was awesome. I'm like, all right, well, that's because I'm an amazing Arizonan. I don't even realize it when I'm awesome. You got to change the name of that show to Subpar uh, or just Arizonans. Let's meet an Arizonan because it just puts a pressure on you as a guest when you're like, amazing Arizonans. Well, what have I done? I tell fart jokes. But Broomhead's very kind. He's an amazing Arizonan. That dude's been through everything. He just do a show with himself. Riding bulls. Yeah, he's a bull riding machine. He's got, you know, family stories. He's he's got General some contractor. Some really good family stories. We talked about it after. It was pretty good. Yeah, he was a contractor. He did construction. He turns out uh, he was a he's a good guest. He was a guest on a radio show, and the next thing you know, he's hosting Glenn Beck's show. He didn't even want to do radio. This is the result of when you try in radio. He was a result of just like, I can do this. Anybody can do this. Convinced of it. But, uh, yeah, so thanks to Broomhead yesterday. And we didn't once talk about the story I wanted to talk about on Amazing Arizonans. I guess she wasn't an Arizonan. But, gentlemen... It's all over. The women have assimilated. They have adapted. And they have figured it out. And now we have to be extra careful. There's a lady in France. And they're not saying how, but I know how. Who's having something called an ectopic pregnancy. Now, that's basically when it starts to grow outside of the uterus. The, the fetus starts to become uh, like a thing, but it's hanging on outside the uterus. It's like out in the middle of the nowhere kind of. It's attachment. So, like it left the space module and it's yeah. on the cord. Right. You know that floating yeah, in space? When, they're, when they're doing a spacewalk? Yeah. The baby's doing a uterine spacewalk. Okay. <laughs> now they're doing a space. Now thing. I can see it. it needs to be a, yeah, I'm glad you could clear that up for you. <laughs> it was so difficult but my way. <laughs> you had to take it out there. Yeah, to, these big words. Right, right, right. Stanley Kubrick in Brady's mind made this, yeah. <laughs> Ectopic pregnancy. Well, you know how the old saying goes uh, what was it, the song you had there? Uh, no ba- Up the butt, no babies? Yeah. Not anymore. This one's growing in her bowels. What? Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh. Even Brady's face was like, what? Yeah. So evidently, they're leaking eggs into the bowels now. So when even you're trying to go back door, and uh, so you can avoid pregnancy, Mormons, pay attention. Uh, they're still growing them in their butts now. And I think this is the Man. most dangerous medical news I've ever heard. This is worse than when they announced AIDS. Baby Shathid? <laughs> right. Yes. Shathid is going to be real. Shathid is coming out. And she's keeping it. She's in the hospital. They're going to keep her there for like 20 weeks. They they already carved her up and pulled it out. She's not leaving Texas? Which, they, right. <laughs> Go to Texas. Where Would Texas allow that abortion? I would imagine it would. You got an ass baby? That ain't God's work. This lady's, she's an alien. So now, the, now you got to be careful, gentlemen. Next thing you know, they're going to have them in their throats. And where will we go? What will our options be? Oh, no. Yeah. 
She's the first one, but don't think this will be the last. Once once she starts telling her friends, you know how when they hang out together long enough, they start cycling together. When one gets one pregnant butt baby, you know another of her friends is either going to be jealous because she wants the same things that Angela always has, or she's going to go, yeah, my husband's always trying to go back there because he doesn't want kids. I'll show him. Yeah, beware. They're changing. They're aliens, these women. Dr. Lynn better have the, the this story in his brochures in his, uh, in his office. <laughs> That's exactly. You think you're safe going yep. this way? You don't need a vasectomy? Let me show you the story about the lady in France who's making a butt baby. You'll see. And not only did she make the butt baby, she brewed it. And then ran to the hospital and said, my stomach hurts real bad. And they're like, well, we did an ultrasound. You got no babies uh, in here. But let's take a look back here. And it was like, uh, I think she was like 29 weeks. She's 37, too. So that's about the age women are like, all right, I'll try it. <laughs> the ones who hadn't yet. <sighs> it was a 23-week abdominal pregnancy, they keep saying. A rare type, very rare type of ectopic pregnancy. And you see, if the, uh, like, she, uh, she's got it hanging around like her uterus is here in the x-ray. And then back behind it and up, there's just this little boy chilling. And they cut him out, and she kept it. She's got a butt baby, and it's alive. It's alive! Worse than Frankenstein. Imagine being that kid. You're the first ass baby. I don't know if he's first, but it's a... a, Well, that's the first we've heard of. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't heard any of that. You're the first. I've never... And I'd be bragging about that if my mom's like, he came from my ass. I'm like, that makes more... Now everything's kind of making sense. You got to let him know. But ass baby is out. And it's alive. And so's the mother. And you know who I feel sorry for? Not ass baby. Dude. Oh, yeah. Guy is sitting back going, I didn't, but we, uh-uh. I'm pregnant. You you are not pregnant. You didn't even, no. You, she didn't get fat or anything. She just bloated a little bit. Women are bloated all the time. Give them nachos. They just bloat. It's I'm nat- constipated. I don't feel good. Like so. Maybe they could do a, bring back an emergency, Maury Povich. Yeah. Because be. she wouldn't know, 37, and there's yeah. four guys. Four dudes who have plugged that thing. Yeah, see, Mari, all we ever did was uh, butt though, so I can't be mine. Well, I'm sorry, she's making butt babies. She's a special girl. Well, then I'm going to pay for it. Well, I'll pay for it. I'm going to take care of my ass baby. So here's the other thing is that little fetus can't be healthy because for 23 weeks, it was Andy Dufresne. It was living in that filthy, ah. foul sewer. <laughs> Stuff just passing by. Everything she ate was cruising by the baby. Crawled through 27 yeah. feet of the baby Andrew Dufresne sat in a fecal matter pile and I could never explain. Crawled through the filth and grossness, came out smelling like a baby. Damn women screwing everything up yeah, again. I know. Ladies, can't you just take the beauty of anal and leave it alone? Why can't we have? <laughs> can we have nice things? <laughs> the glory of anal and all it represents, the pleasure, the pain. The lack of pregnancy. They've cured AIDS. It's not even a thing anymore. We could go back there raw dogging if we want to, as long as you took some Metamucil the night before and did a nice clean out. But still. Nope. They can make babies with it now. And I'm not saying this is rare. They keep saying it's rare in the story. I'm like, yeah, and for now it's rare. And these broads will trap you. Dr. Lynn, Damn. Sunrise Urology. Get it done. Book today, boys. Book it today. You don't even want to risk this. And don't go out there and say, ah, Holmberg, what are the chances? Higher than they were yesterday, that's for sure. 
I never heard of this. And now it's a thing. What if he sells gift cards? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a good... Stuffer. Yes. Damn it all, Brett's right. <laughs> For the man you care about, your brother, your dad, good Lord, what's he doing with a loaded weapon? Anybody you think it's time, get them a Dr. Lynn gift card. For one vasectomy. Brady, Gross. I'm looking Nine at Nine months you. later, you're on the but rectumly. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. The kid smells weird. Oh, he's using a new soap. No, no, I think it's because he was born of shit. That's why. <laughs> yeah, he's a Satan baby. I was doing my life and then. We have the glory of anal. It was a beautiful thing between two people who love each other very much. And Now that whole Stevie Wonder song, born of, you know. Oh. Uh, yeah, what's that one? That line's uh, born from love. Uh-uh, not anymore. Born from isn't she lovely? Is. Isn't she lovely? Of? She ain't lovely coming out like that. Ooh. Isn't she wonderful? <laughs> Isn't she shitty? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. So I just wanted to, that's it. This show's over. I'm just going to go home and start, I'm going to start making my signs, my picket signs, and just stand outside uh, curves going, stop with the butts. It's the one place we had that was still fun. Not anymore. That baby factory has expanded. Holmberg's morning sickness. Holmberg's morning sickness. Ectopic pregnancy, that's one thing we can sit back and say, oh, geez, there's been a mistake. In the bowel, not outside of it, not floating around like Brady said, like the baby in a spacesuit, <laughs> tied back in with that umbilical cord that... Hey, shouldn't I be inside? Hey, he's on a spacewalk and the station broke down. Nope, this one's in the butt. And there is only one way that happened. And I don't know how she got eggs in there, but she did it. French broads. Wonder if Deucey's kids' uh, Plan B uh, pills uh, work <laughs> yeah, with that Plan one, too. B yeah, work when she's I don't like, know. I think I got one of those ass babies. I've said that, and I'm not even going to joke about it anymore. That's not funny anymore. Ooh, I got an ass baby bro. Nope, <laughs> that's not funny anymore. There's people out there who be like, dude, that was the worst day of my life. My wife had an ass baby. It's going to be rough. Can you imagine? And maybe that's why, recently, this show has inadvertently started to introduce you to the beehive is because that's what's going to happen to a lot of ladies when they try to. Maybe that's what was in there. Push it out. Maybe that's that. Maybe that's post birth beehive in the prolapse. Anyway, ladies, we're on to you. I, my prediction is by 2030, some lady's going to have a sore throat and her throat's going to start to swell. Think she has a goiter? Nope. Throat babies. That's happening. Might be time to switch teams at that point. That's exactly I mean, right. Nothing left. But if they can do it, the gays will start figuring it out. And then they won't, and then there'll be just a, a bunch of unadopted Chinese girls. That's basically what's going to, you're going to hurt the little Chinese girl adoption agencies because if gays can start growing butt babies, they're not going to go over to get those little Asian ladies. Uh, it says the ass baby was French. <laughs> Symptoms. <laughs> That's right. This guy said, sounds about right. Most uh, French ass babies, uh, don't they just turn into surrender monkey people anyway? That's right. That's the nickname for French people is surrender monkeys. And- Every baby in France is born with a white flag in its hands. That's still a joke. <laughs> this one's flag was not white. Not pristine. All right. I warned you. I don't want to go on and on about it. I think I might have already. But as an amazing Arizonan, I just wanted to let you know. I'm on the front lines of this. Roll your eyes all you want, ladies in the car with your husband. Oh, he's stupid. I told you not to listen to him. He's an idiot. And it's a woman fighting back because she knows she's been planning this. 
And this is what makes you an amazing Arizonan. You know, I mean, hey, giving Brad, the old fellows a warning out right. there. Because I care about the people. The people of Arizona and their asses. I'm, I got your ass. That's what I'm. That's basically what my new catchphrase is for 24. Don't worry about it, boys. I got your ass. So my wife and I only have anal because, you know, hunting yuck. And uh, she made a baby out of it. I'm just out there. Let you know. You see those girls that you're like, I just want to have. They're 21. I just want three kids and live by a lake. And I'm like, uh-uh, run from her. She's going to make eggs in her ass. And you're going to be oh. the problem. I can, I can make my own eggs. And she's going to come up with some plan to save her eggs and then swallow them. And they'll be in her throat. And she'll be all gung-ho about taking care of you. And you're like, what is going on? It's because she's got fresh eggs in her esophagus. And she knows that you don't. This is it. Esophagus. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And then one day she's just going to sit there like a cat. <laughs> what did you just puke a baby? Crap, babies. We figured it out. I got eggs all through my body. I even have them in my hands. I can give you a hand job. You keep wearing condoms and trying to not make kids with me. But now you have to live with this nightmare. Oh, yeah. Man. Imagine that. It just starts moving all over. Hang I thought Petra's. it was something in my ear. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine about this yesterday because I was joking about it with him. And he said, do you know that uh, she, they were Catholic? And so uh, before they got married... They did the pull-out method, and then they figured out her cycle. So it was every every 28 days, but it was every 14 before the 28th, you know, before the red tide. That's when they really start, baby hay starts floating around, I right? I call that Pope Roulette. Right. Okay, yeah, it was Pope Roulette was the, the pull-out. Yeah. But it was, uh, she, had her, she had her cycle, then 14 days later, you got to be super-duper careful and then, like, and then for about ten days, she's just totally just crushing with you know fertile eggs, and then sloughs them off. That's the word, not my word. Sciences, and then she sloughs them off. So he said, so every fourteen days, he said we we practiced the back door. And I'm like, oh, good that you stuck with the religious way of doing things. You know, it's a Catholic pullout, so you didn't have you. God didn't see you having the premarital sex, but he certainly were they Greek Catholic. I mean, well, they became Greek Catholic every uh, 28 days in the middle of that thing. And then he said, and he said, not, he said, you just joking about that scared me a little for like two years. We did that. And he said, and we would just go back door during her fertility time. Like, All right. And I always laugh at that, too, because it's a religious move. You know, we can't have God would be mad if we had babies out of wedlock. Well, isn't he mad that you're trying uh, anal sex to not have? I, mean, I think you're pretty much pissing God off. Go in there. You can blame God all you want. It's because you don't want a rat kid. That's the problem. Half these broads can't figure out their their uh, Amex, uh, you know, <laughs> credit card <laughs> bills, and, and I'm going to trust them on figuring out how many days their yeah. cycle is. No, no, I'm not doing it. Well, now you can't. Got to be even keeled. Yeah. No stress. They say. <laughs> I think uh, the Miami Sam Sound Machine song about the rhythm method is going to get you. Mm-hmm. That's right. That was the Pope's version of Miami Sound Machine. Also a conduit to the Lord. Uh, please don't, John, please don't perpetuate telling women that the next thing is that they can have mouth babies. You'll eliminate all BJs. Well, if they're making babies in their throats, then let's eliminate all BJs. They're not that great. If the end result is a child, yuck, what's the point? Anyway, just thought I'd throw it out there. Also, Brady, next time you guys have a we're annoying, we're Gilbertians people meeting. Yeah. 
let's talk to them about what the police are for. The news is patting everybody on the back about this Gilbert couple that used the police to find their daughter's lost elf on a shelf. Go f*** yourselves. Look, white people, there's a lot of crimes in Avondale and bad neighborhoods. Let's not call the police because little tiny Hannah can't find her elf on a shelf. And by the way, it was in Oregon. They found it. Oh, see, that's good. Oh, no, work. no. How pissed off, though. Our, uh, you know, Every time I turn on the TV and there's a missing Mexican, Indian, or black, they never find him. They found this kid's elf on a shelf in Oregon. She's in Gilbert. They How just, they they the just moved here. Well, they put it in a lineup. They went through the whole charade. And the Gilbert police, who have n- evidently nothing... Black people, will you start getting over uh, to Gilbert and, and making these people a little uncomfortable so they stop using the cops for this? Had a cat in the tree. We need to... St- I'm all for it. We need to start busing some people over to Gilbert and have them just wander around so the Gilbert people aren't like, we'll you know... We should, yeah, we should start the busing. But Biden was all for it. We should get into this thing. We'll get them all over there and just make these Gilbert people go, don't, don't make the police busy with our nonsense. Oh, it makes me hate white people so much. Call the police. The news. <laughs> we'll get so much attention because Hannah lost her elf on a shelf. They moved from Oregon and for six years. And the kid's like right on the cusp of not having any more belief that the, she was attached to the elf on the shelf. It was a thing. It's been more than six years and the Gilbert police were involved somehow. They looked into the case and found an elf in the, an elf breaking into the family's old home. They even set up. Like it was a thing, like, oh, it's trying to get back into the old home in Oregon. Well, the elf was too stupid to know they moved, which is just another check off on the box that the elves had come on. Uh, they moved from Oregon and realized that their daughter's elf on the shelf was missing. Dad forgot to pack it. Uh, Jason knew they needed help, this holiday emergency, so they contacted the Gilbert Police Department. No, f- you. That's a misuse of the, the police, and you should be fined for it. That's it. That's a white There should be a thing. charge on that. There should absolutely yeah. be a fee for every penny wasted of tax dollars that went to your stupid ass losing an elf on the shelf. Just drive your kid up to, uh, I think it's Scottsdale Road, Bell and Scottsdale yeah. Road, and see that giant one on the Frank Lloyd Wright. There you go. It's like a 30-footer. Yep. Just go find your elf on the shelf. Or how about this? Amazon a new one in. And tell your stupid daughter for the next two years of believing that uh, your elf got a promotion and this is his replacement. That's it. Kids are, if she's dumb enough to believe the elf is watching her for 24 nights, she'll be dumb enough to believe that your elf did such a good job it got a promotion. They're not smart. The Gilbert Police Department doesn't need this. And I blame the news, the media. Every five seconds you're talking about police this, defund that. Don't do that. You're be- and they do something like this. You should. This is when you should get on. I'm like, the cops should have hung up on these people. And how dare you call the police? Go, we- I want to just include you guys. Too. Have a neighbor dress up as a cop and pretend. Don't use the real police for this. It was a holiday emergency. I want to burn Gilbert to the ground so bad. I'll warn you when I do it because I like you, but I want to burn the whole town down. They can't find Jimmy Hoffa, but they can right, find an right, elf on right. a shelf in, in Oregon. Oregon. Come on. I would rather... I never looked for Hoffa in Oregon. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they should. Yeah, he's probably next to the elf on the shelf. I would rather <laughs> eat at a hot dog street vendor in Maryvale than live one day in Gilbert, Arizona. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's whoa, exactly whoa. You're right. You're missing out, bro. I'm whoa. missing nothing. These people are blind to the world, and they're disgusting. You're disgusting human beings. They're so, it's so self-serving to sit and go, well, the police don't have anything better to do. Let's involve them in our stupid lives.
How many black people out there have a missing kid? Never even looked for him. We're trying to create a community with yeah. the police. Good for you. Commit a crime. They'll come Isn't right that what over. what they've been talking about oh, the past year? stop it. The cops the police are trying to... Yes. And they do it. Just You know what the police want? To be left alone. They want a whole day of no calls. And we lost our doll in Oregon. You want to help out? No. Stupid. I'm busy. By the way, last night, I think <laughs> I might have heard yeah. about 20 or 30 rounds fired off. Good. I hope it I'm hit 20 or 30 like, Gilbertians. Well, it is close to Christmas and New Year's, maybe, to, but that didn't, I don't think it was just fireworks. Good. That annoying little bubble. The series that it went off was pop, pop. Oh, I hope pop, it was. Pop, 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 coming to Gilbert's. Oh, yeah. It was, it was Hamas. Off I hope. in the shelf gunfight. Bring it on. Anything but Gilbertians in a pile. Get out of there, Brady. You're, you're better than this. And then, <laughs> non-alcoholic toddy, and Merry Christmas. Then my wife called the police, and they found little Hannah's elf. <laughs> what? Blacks missing? No, the police were busy looking for my dolly. Assholes. The whole lot of you, Gilbert. You should be shaming that guy. Freaking Mormons. You're not that fun. That's a dumb thing. And to call the news and make them have to report and pat you on the back and make a holiday miracle out of this. You lost something. It didn't warm your heart. Not at all. <laughs> Not even a little. You know what warms my... You know what those dickheads should do next time? They lose a doll and they want their police force to find it. They should be required to go kick the, you know, kick the uh, trash around at the dump looking for a skull of some inner city kid that got lost. I'd find And you might. Yeah. What do we have to do? Oh, because you owe us one for that whole doll incident? You're going to go kick high grass and look for a missing inner city kid. Well, I put on my Facebook page that I felt bad about it. Isn't that enough? No, you got to go kick and look for skulls now. Well, that's horrible. Right, that's a cop's job. <laughs> Jackass. They've got to be trying to be influencers. Well, that's that like, whole that story. has to be. Well, because they, they feel like they're important in the world. And Mormons, you're the ones that are most at risk of this butt baby situation with all that soaking you guys do. God doesn't mind if I just put it in and don't move around. <laughs> now they can make them in the butts. That's what Mormons were doing for years. I, I pray to your Mormon God. I, Moroni, blow that horn. Whatever, Gabriel, whatever it is that sits on top of that thing. Put some butt babies in those Mormon teens and teach these people what the police are for. Holmberg's morning sickness. morning sickness. Holmberg's morning sickness. It's good stuff, but God damn it, when I watch that, I'm like, oh. And they, they were so proud of themselves for the misuse of public servants. We're pretty sure nothing bad's ever happened here in Gilbert, so we had them look for our dolly we lost on the move. Couldn't buy a kid a new one? No, she'd be aware of it. And besides that, she gets anything she wants, and she needed her doll back. The worst thing is, and the police, I got to get mad at you a little bit too. You found it. You, what the? F you just going to encourage this behavior? Look at this, pretty. The elf quote burglar. Don't do it. There she is, and there's the doll. And the, they had him strapped up in the back of the car, and the little girl got her doll back. And we're using. Well, aren't you supposed to be afraid of it? Look, a girl in the valley. I don't know. Surprise. Well, no, because Mormons have made some. He's watching over you. Or Here, something, look or? that. Police car is being misused. The gas in the car is being misused. The time that cop... I want my money back. I want my goddamn tax money back. You dumb 
If if I hike and break my ankle, I'm more than willing to pay for it if it's too hot for them to come pick me up because that's the dumb hiker law. This is the dumb Gilbertian law where you've misused the police. And they need to help to identify the suspect. We were scared and we look at didn't know who it was. They look like they should be Gilbert. Once he opened the door. Yes, they do. Um, um, as soon as we saw the elf, all, all, my were, all my friends were screaming my elf's name. Nobody was screaming. It's terrible what you've done. What kind of... Bill them. That's Send the them a bill for Christmas. Is that the heat miser? <laughs> he does look a little like the heat miser. <laughs> <laughs> they could be listeners of ours. I hate your story. If you're listening right now, I can't stand what you've done. It's not cute, and I know you like being on the news. And if you wanted to meet Yetta Gibson, just call me. I'll get you down there. But that's it. It's the stupidest use of the police I've ever seen. And black people, you need to be angry. Mexicans, you need to be angry. you got crimes brewing all over the place. People shooting at each other, missing from your neighborhoods. And meanwhile, Gilbert Police has nothing better to do than find a kid's doll and brag about it. You know what we need is a... A good old-fashioned, like, triple homicide over there in the middle of Gilbert. Put these Again, last night, Yeah, maybe there was. Brady some Crenshaw some Mafia yeah, mother yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah. Send over some Maryvale to Gilbert this holiday season and watch their butts pucker and see if they call the police for a doll again. I'm sorry, was there a murder? We were busy uh, on that big doll caper you had us on. Well, our daughter lost her elf on the shelf, but then... <clears throat> Negroes. Yeah, we see them, but we can't do anything about it. But they're here. Right. Well, I can almost guarantee you that elf on the shelf sees them. That's really what they've got, is the elf on the shelf with cameras in it to make sure that none of those Amazon drivers get a little close to the door. You mean you let Furious Styles and Trey <laughs> move into my neighborhood? What is happening around here? <laughs> it's good stuff. They did it in Awatuki when they built that... Section 8 housing next to all those beautiful places. And those people were on the news, too. Something's different. We don't like it here in the Took as much. And they moved to Gilbert. We used to be able to call the police for fun. It's a joke. And I blame the cops a little bit, too. Golf cart jackings all over the place. (laughs) Can we get Ugly Kid Joe for this morning's wake-up song, I Hate Everything About You for Butt Babies and Gilbert Moms and Their Elves on the Shelf? Elf on the Shelf. You did Elf on the Shelf, too, didn't you? We did. That's a dumb one. If Santa isn't enough... You start off, you read the book. Yeah. The story of it. It's just more commerce. I'm all for that for Christmas. But if Santa isn't enough... It was lazy uh, Christmas disciplining. (laughs) It is. buy into that and like, you want to be good? Well, that's what I think of it as. The whole Christmas thing. And this is just a... I still love Christmas, but it really is just like a month off from parenting. It's a helper. It is really. It's like, look, uh, you've got this threat... Of this, it's God's not enough. They don't buy the God thing. But Santa is real because God never delivers. Santa actually shows up once a year and goes, good year. The whole year goes by. They're kind of okay. They're kind of, but come around Thanksgiving, Halloween, they start straightening up. And it's because you've got them scared that this Kim Jong-un-like overlord sees everything they do. And, and you're blown away. It's like, wow, this works. It works. <laughs> yeah, I would use it. I would have Christmas in April. I'd have quarterly Christmas at my house just to have them afraid that they're constantly being surveilled. You know you're under surveillance all the time by the ultimate gift giver, right? Yeah. What are you acting like a dick? That's it. April Christmas is canceled. And I'd have every two months that kid would be getting like a new PlayStation. Because it would be worth it. It would be out of my hair. If I could put the fear of a little tiny stuffed elf into their lives and just raise it. Nine ninety nine gets you uh, three, four years. <laughs> of decent, uh, yeah. lazy parenting. 
And if you lose it, like Brady just said, nine ninety nine, you get another one and lie to the kid. What happened to parents? People, kids, goldfish. My my goldfish clearly died one day. It jumped out of the the bowl. I found it on the carpet. We picked it up off the carpet, and it made a noise. It had been there for a minute. My mom put it back in the bowl and started to pump it against the side of the bowl, like give it CPR. It barfed out a bunch of white and started to swim, but I had noticed that his back fin was still on the carpet. It ripped off when we picked him up. Two days later, because I'm an idiot kid, I have a gorgeous... My, my, his name was Spunky before I knew. His name was Spunky, <laughs> and he had big fins. And when he fell on the carpet, he was he was like a burn victim. He'd missed it. His back fin was off. His, he was alive for like three seconds after the CPR. And then I was like so happy. And then the next day, I come home from school, and my and, there, and he's beautiful again. Mom, Spunky stuff grew back. You saved him. Dum dum dum. <laughs> she went to the store and got me a new fish. I was too dumb. If your kid is so bright, it can tell the difference between one elf on a shelf and another. It doesn't. It's It's got to have figured out Santa by now. It's a little more pricey, but, you know, it says $9.99. But if you want to step up the game and get a couple more years, maybe 10 more. Snoop on a shelf. Snoop Dogg on a shelf. And, and Gilbert? Yeah. You know what I want to do? never work in Gilbert. They probably don't even deliver that to Gilbert. You know what I want to do? This is the real thing. You put some of those little people to work. You go get yourself a midge. You dress him up, and he lives with you for the entire month of December. It just follows that kid everywhere. And, Straight A's. Yeah, you and I want one with like chores a little done. French accent. Hey, I'm watching you. Like he's like a dick, because that's what the elf in the ship. Hey, put that down. Get your finger out of your nose. And he just writes everything down. <laughs> that kid would be horrified. He's got a clipboard. He's sleeping in the room. <laughs> and I want him to. I want to draw eyes on his eyelids, so even when he's asleep, it looks like he's watching. You want to do this for real? Get a real person to be your elf on the shelf. Just sitting on your on your mantle in the morning. Ah, hello, Hannah. Good morning. He's in the middle of your plush collection. Out of all those little <laughs> sitting there looking. That you said, hey, Hannah. There. I watch you get your fingers out of your bottom. That's not what we do. Grow up. That's one less present for you every time you put your finger in your bottom. Disgusting little pig. Get a real midget and have it walk around the house and follow your kids and pay it a thousand dollars. They'll do it. And they'll do it. And you'll say, that's a terrible use of those. I'm like, no, it's not. Every uh, holiday season, those guys get part-time work doing that. They're looking, they dress up as elves every, there isn't a little person I've ever met that has not done the elf as a job. Not one, not one. I know about six and all six of them. Your friend Mark did it. I made good money doing it. Going to malls and dressing up as an elf and running around. They, they know where their bread's buttered. It's good extra cash for the holidays. Even Brad Williams said he did it. When yeah. He used to be a Christmas elf. They'll do it. A few extra bucks, they'll do it every day at your house. You give them lodging, some food, and the outfit, and they'll follow your little kid all over the place. It would be awesome. This is my elf on a shelf. You got a real one? Yeah. Our buddy Mark Trombino. Oh, he'd do it. He'd do it. Those little weird hands of his, waking your kid up. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, what? You're having dreams about stuff. That's one last present for you. <laughs> I hate Elf on a Shelf. Well, then uh, you should start behaving. 
And then every once in a while, he just shows up in February, just checking on something. He's like a little landlord of their behavior. He's here in February, too? Yeah. He watches you. He sees all year long. Uh, Santa wanted me to come down. I understand that uh, Hannah's being a little bitch. Well, I was just mad at my brother, and I twisted a matchbox car in his hair. And it's a whole bunch less presents for you. Hire midgets to be elves on the shelf all year. They just show up, do a little uh, parent-teacher elf conference. That's all it takes, five, ten minutes. All right, Hannah, let's talk about it. Now I need a little help getting yeah. down from this. Because uh, right, they, right, they hide out in different... <laughs> boost you up They move things. every day. <laughs> he could just pop up on the counter in the kitchen and just sit there and swing his little legs. But it would be awesome in May if she got up for her little weekend. And there he is. Hey, Hannah, what's going <laughs> on? Hey, I saw you doing that butt thing again. Get your fingers out of there. I can't help it. My underwear gets... Out. Stop talking about it. Just don't do it. One, one less present. Is hire midgets. That's the key to this whole life. <laughs> Having kids, butt babies. For God's sakes, there's butt babies. What a morning. This is a way to close out the year. Ah. Scary. Did you just print one? Yeah. Oh, no. Talking about Gilbert. Somebody from Gilbert. Yeah, well, well kind of. Oh, there you go. Well, this is the thing. Renee says, if you want some blacks in Gilbert, all you got to move in is the Tuies. That's right, the Tuies <laughs> that, that uh, bought Michael Orr and then sold him to uh, college. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, all you got to do is in a wide neighborhood, let's go down to them terrible areas and get yourself a savage and teach him to stop the ooga booga. Take him back to Gilbert and give him the life of a white. That's real good whiting. We twoies did it. And ours hit the jackpot. Went to the NFL and we made a movie about how great we are. Remember when he ooga booga and now he doesn't. That's us. Yeah, go get yourself just some some kid playing football in a park, and then the two E's will nab him. Get him! Take him back to Gilbert. Let's whiten this one up. What are y'all doing? Shh, I don't understand you yet. With all your boogity, boogity, boogity. I'll take you to Gilbert and teach you how to speak real white. Hey, man, I want to go home. Do you understand? I don't. <laughs> Soon he'll be eating Campbell's soup and bread with mayonnaise. The twoies have helped our, our school be competitive at sports. Oh, you got a few adopted black oh, kids yeah. over at Phenomenal. Gilbert Christian. Yeah, of course. They bust them in. Of course. <laughs> yep, they went out and adopted a few Maryvale kids. And those missing kids in Maryvale, nobody ever looks. They're in Gilbert. Some white family took them and thought they were doing better. He ain't leaving. It's free stuff, but... We chipped them. There's no information. I checked. We took him to his. We took him to a veterinarian, and we had him wand him. No one had a chip in, so if I can, he's mine. I want to go home. My parents' name are Belinda and Jeffrey, and I know exactly. I know that I'm 17 years old. It's quiet with the oogaboogas. Eat your mayonnaise sandwich. He's left-handed. He's amazing. <laughs> We're gonna get a movie deal for sure. Gilbert, I got my eye on you, and I hate you more every day. Bunch of left-handed kids missing out of Maryvale now. <laughs> Another left-handed black boy has been <laughs> stolen from Maryvale. Police are not looking in Gilbert. They're too busy looking for a kid's doll. <laughs> if you get, if you, it's look, everyone too because you're seeing it now in sports. I mean, look, starting quarterback for the 49ers. Oh, everybody's Gilbert. going to this. This was my idea 30 years ago. I started to scream about a 25, and then it actually happened. I have wanted to adopt a black kid since. Tony Roma days. I never wanted kids, but I'm like, if I did, I'm going to adopt. And I talked to my uh, one friend, Tony, who was a black guy, and he had a brother who was adopted. And I'm like, that's brilliant. 
because you're not athletic at all. So your parents actually went out and got another black. <laughs> they stopped making their own. They got one because they realized our gene pool is not deep enough to make athletes because Tony was a horrible athlete. Which is just depressing, I'm sure. A black father hates when his son is non-athletic. has to be awful. Not my son. It's got to be awful. No, I, white, I know white parents hate it, but the odds are a lot higher that your white kid is going to be non-athletic. Uh, anyway. Keep your eyes on it. If I was abducting a kid, let's say I was uh, one of those, I'd wander right over, scoop, throw him in the back of the Jeep, and drive him right to Gilbert. No one's ever going to look for him, ever. Police are too busy looking for dolls. Yeah, Don't call the police if you're missing your elf on a shelf. Just buy your stupid kid a new one and tell a lie. That's what parenting is. Is this a brand new one? Did you buy me a new one? No. Okay. Look, it says Oregon. <laughs> we wrote Oregon. On his just jacket. Like your other one. This one's different. He's got. Hey, shut up. It's the same one. Now knock it off. Call the police. Kids, have a, kids on the news. Forget it. Just let Ian Schwartz's segment be a little longer. Tell me more weather. This nonsense of these whites smiling away like they've done something. God, I hate white people. You heard me say it. <laughs> Down with the whites, I say. Let's get ourselves a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98K. But wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98K.